Welcome to the Offshore Club's fun-filled, fact-filled, fast-paced blockbuster podcast, Open Mic, with Mike Cobb. For more than 20 years, Mike has worked and lived in Caribbean countries from north to south and the Atlantic to the Pacific, where the sun never sets on the good life at a great price. And now, here is your offshore ambassador at large, Mike Cobb. Hello, this is Carib Carter Clues, and welcome to Mike Cobb's Offshore Investment Report. I know that Mike has a dinner appointment right after this, so we're going to get right into the action here. Mike, welcome to your own show. How are you doing? I'm good, Carter. Always good to be with you, man. Down here in Florida right now. So, oh, you are? Yeah. Florida. Well, then it's a heck of a lot warmer than it is here in York, Pennsylvania, where yeah. it's 18 degrees. Yeah, so I got stuck at... I got stuck in Dulles this morning trying to get out for about four hours. So, yeah, I, I, I feel your pain up there. I'm just glad to be done with it for a few days. Yeah, <laughs> I just I wish I were I wish I were a little even further south than you. I wish I were in my my place in Honduras. But yeah, let's, right? let's talk about. OK, I, I own, as you know, I own two homes in Honduras and and I'm, I want to buy some some property in Nicaragua. I absolutely I tell people every day in my Carib Carter minutes on the, on Mondays in the Coffee with Carib Carter, folks, offshore.club on Mondays. I got to get my own plug in here, Mike. Absolutely. The, the, that invest offshore now. Look, nobody, there is no greater offshore investor than you. 25 years. I, I have a feeling, and correct me if I'm wrong, I it, the thought occurred to me today, I have a feeling you have probably bought more uh, Central and South American properties in the last 25 years than any other offshore entrepreneur. What do you think? You think? Uh, well, I'm certainly up there in the in the top of that crowd. I don't know if it's the most or not, but we've done a lot. Yeah, Carter, we've done a, a lot. Of- we've developed a lot. We've we've served yeah. a lot of folks over the years. Yeah, served a heck of a lot of folks and yep. built built the most beautiful residential resort communities in all of of uh, of the Caribbean. I mean, Grand Pacifica. Folks, check it out. GrandPacifica.com is the, that is a Mike Cobb community par excellence, Mike. I mean, I just love it. Thank and you. I, I talk about it all the time on Coffee with Carib Carter. But I want to, I want to ask you a question because I think a lot, I know a lot of our offshore club members now are looking very hard at investing in offshore property, either to move there or as a second home or as an investment property. You are the past master. Let's talk about, I always like to keep things positive, but sometimes you got to help people, warn people about some stuff that might not be positive. Sure. Let's talk about what you have found and what you'd advise our viewers of the Offshore Investment Report. What are the three major, I'm going to use the word scams, that people need to watch out for when they invest in offshore property? Let's address that today. I, I, I love that, Carter. In fact, um, you know, I, I, I give a I give a talk and it's called it's not all peaches and cream or, you know, the roses come with thorns. Right. And, yeah. You know, and and and, and we've even written a, a very uh, a, a comprehensive consumer resource guide uh, about these exact things. In fact, we identify 15 of the biggest mistakes that people made or or and they're not all scams. I mean, there's some scams in there. Right. But the 15 biggest mistakes people make. But, you know, it, it really is sad because, you know, we coming out of the U.S., Canada, I mean, we, we come with this idea of, 
you know, the, I hate to say it, but the nanny state, right? We are so taken care of, yeah. right? We don't, we don't even know how to look out for ourselves anymore. And when we yeah. go into a, you know, buyer beware environment. And, and so, you know, you, you've definitely got uh, a lot of scamsters and fraudsters uh, in, in Latin America who are looking to take advantage of the situation that it's a very low regulatory environment. Now, as a libertarian, and, and, and I know you share a lot of the same beliefs, I love low regulation. Low regulation yes. is wonderful, right? Yep. But, yep. It, you know, but, it, but it comes with a price, and the price is personal responsibility, right? Good. Freedom Good. and personal responsibility. I call it situational awareness. And by the way, before we yeah. move on, what is the name of that report, and how can people get it? Yeah, cons uh, Consumer Resource Guide. Right there, I see it, www.grandpacifica.com. If you go to info at grandpacifica.com, no D, right? G-R-A-N, pacifica.com. You stick in, in you know, info at and just put in the subject line, Consumer Resource Guide. We will send that okay. to you. All right. And, uh, it, and it's a powerful document. And you know, I think, the, right? I think the three biggest scams really come down to uh, people selling property that they're not allowed to sell. It's not theirs, right? They're, right. They're, it's not their property. Um, and, and that's that's a big one. And that happens a lot. Um, you know, an, another one is this idea that everything is so cheap in terms of like homeowners fees and things like that, that that just isn't true. And and and, and so that's another one, you know, and then, and then I would say probably that the, the last biggest scam is good intentions. Um, you know, it's hard to say it that way, but so many developers come to the region as a hobby. Like they, they love, they, they move to Belize or Honduras, Roatan, I mean, you know, like on the, on the Bay Island side where there's nice reefs. So they love to, to dive or fish or snorkel, or they come to the Pacific side of Central America where they love to surf in Costa Rica or Panama or Nicaragua, right? And so they come down with this idea and then they decide after six months of that, that they're bored and that they're going to want to do something new. And, and so they decide they're going to, you know, develop. They're going to you know, develop and build homes, build condos, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they come in with really good intentions. I, I'm not saying that they're, they're out to scam you. But in the end, they just don't have the business acumen or the experience or, or, or the ability to get the job done. And there are just so many... Uh, resorts up and down the coast of Central and South America where developers have come in and started and just simply failed. And and I think that's probably the biggest disaster. I hate to call it a scam because I think they come in with good intentions. Most of them do. Um, yeah. Some don't, right? But but most do. But but it's just a disaster and it's horrible to see all the consumers who have you know had their hopes and dreams dashed by a developer that just couldn't get the job done. And yet, you know, my... I Okay, I want to I want to talk about this and go back and revisit the first two in the time we have. Sure. This one you're talking about, you and I have actually have a mutual friend who definitely did not intend to scam. I want to make that clear. I'm not going to say his name, but he definitely did not intend to scam. Yeah. And ha he had the most beautiful drawings for his resort community, yep. uh, the most wonderful plans, and it was it was like paradise. Okay, the location, yep. it was Belize, everything about it. And I don't think, and you would know better than me, I don't think there was ever one brick laid on top of another one. No, there wasn't. I know who you're talking about. No, and 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 and, and, and yeah, right, Carter, I mean, it, it, you're laughing, I'm laughing. It's horrible. I mean, it's horrible. And, and, and it is terrible. Yeah. And literally, that 
that might be a big percentage. I don't think it's I don't think it's most. I don't think it's more than half, but it's a big, big, big percentage of, of the projects. And and it's it's just really, really sad because people, you know, they lose their money, they lose, you know, their their desire to do something that could really be a tremendous quality of life and a way of life. Uh, if they'd have just done more due diligence up front, paid a little bit more attention. I like your word, situational awareness, all the things that would have made it just go so well for them. Um, and something like the Consumer Resource Guide is a great, great way to, to get started. But you wanted to circle back on the other two, and I think they 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 both merit yeah. some some attention as well. Yeah, starting with that first one. And this is, you know, you go to some of these countries and, it, you know, you, let's say you go to Honduras and you find a gorgeous property and you you meet Rosalita who wants to sell you the property and you invest your time and your money. And then it turns out, and this is not unusual, that Rosalita, yes, she does own it, but so does her cousin Juan and her stepbrother Raul yep. and her other sister Rosa and uh, blah, blah, on and on. Yeah. And people have no idea. And I, and I don't think it's nefarious by Rosalita. It's just she thinks she's selling the property and the others, rest of the family says, well, what about, you know, like, hey, uh, K. Pat or me? You know, what about yeah. me? <laughs> right. Right, yeah. Carter. So the yeah. title search, right? Absolutely. I mean, look, there, there are many different types of title in, in Central America. In fact, we have some of them in the U.S. too. Rights of possession rights of possession title and and it's not i'm sorry i said it rights of possession title it's really not title uh but it's said that way rights of possession title but it's not it's rights of possession occupancy i don't know what else what the right word is anyway um you know and and so that's one or or concession land where where somebody's been given a concession to property on a lease maybe it's a long lease 99 years in some cases but but it's not really theirs to sell so to speak right uh, and, and then you've got cooperativa or a junta or in indigenous property, the, uh, the the types of properties that are you know throughout the region where uh, they're not permitted to sell them because they belong to an indigenous tribe or a hito in Mexico or cooperativa land where it was given to a group of people. And so you've got all these different kinds of of ownership methodologies. Let's just call them that. Or and and, yeah. and then you've got fee simple title in the common law sense, and you've got escritura publica in the civil law, right? The public title. And and so those are the two title types we want to look for. Uh, you know, it, it's fairly easy to hire your own lawyer to do a title search. And 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 in the States, of course we would do that. You know, we, we hire, you know, we, we have a realtor and we have a trust company or you know maybe there's a title insurance company. I mean there's lots of things going on, right? Nobody would just buy a piece of property without having a thorough title search done in the United States or Canada, but, but overseas somehow we meet Rosalita and she's so nice. And, 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 yeah. and, and, and you're right. She's probably not out to scam us, but, but we no. just kind of fall into the, Oh, this is how we do it here. It's a handshake. And I don't know, it's heartwarming actually to, to think about going back to the days of a handshake. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's, um, it, it's just, it, yeah. Hire a lawyer and, and, and do your due diligence and, you know, again, look for escritura publica, public title or fee, fee simple title um, in, uh, in in the common law. Yeah. And and I will say this about the, uh, every lawyer and, you know, obviously I haven't met every lawyer in a century, but everyone I've worked with and I've bought three different properties in Honduras now. 
I found to be pretty reliable. You know, it, it's we all remember this the Sinatra movie, Divorce American Style, was mm-hmm. the crooked lawyer Cesar Romero. <laughs> They're not, but everyone I've seen has been pretty straightforward, straight down yep. the line. And they tell you, look, this property is not. Now, when you bought, just I know we have to move quickly because we do. You have your stake waiting there, but but the uh, but I the, hope. But, the, <laughs> I hope. but but when you bought your, you bought two point five miles of sea of oceanfront property in Nicaragua, and th- you had your lawyers check it out, right? Totally. And was it from hey, one family, or did you have yeah, Carter, you, you, Carter, you're shortchanging me. It's three and a half miles of feet. Oh, but anyway, <laughs> but, but anyway, yes. So we had we actually had three lawyers, four if you count my business partner who's a lawyer, but he's a oh, U.S. Yeah, lawyer. Yeah. So, but you know, we hired we hired a lawyer in uh, Nicaragua to check it out. Uh, then we actually got a title insurance policy through First American Title, and they had a lawyer check it out. And then we actually got a third lawyer to check everything out at the end uh, and, and independent. So they they checked out the contract in total, but they also checked out the title again. So it actually went through three lawyers. Um, and, 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 and it, you know, it was a big piece of property. So it made sense. If you're, yeah. you're buying a small home site or a condo or something, you know, one, one lawyer is enough, but it needs to be your lawyer. It can't be the developer's lawyer. Right. So, uh, you know, one lawyer is enough. If you're buying a larger piece, maybe have two check it out. Right. But, but yeah, it, it, it's pretty easy to do. Uh, we All just right. have to remember to do it. You've got to do it. So we've talked about yep. the people who have the property and, you know, they have great intentions to build and it never happens. We've talked about the people who it turns out a lot more folks, particularly indigenous population, own the property. And you thought, how about the third that you would advise folks to watch out for when they make their purchase? Yeah. You know, this idea of homeowners fees, um, you know, uh, in the United States, homeowners associations, condo associations, they're, they're actually pretty well regulated by different regulatory bodies. Uh, again, it's the nanny state, right? We complain about so much regulation, but you know, overseas nobody's regulating it, and so they can kind of do what they want or be what they want, and or not do what they say they're going to do. And nobody, you know, nobody's there to, to really challenge that, right? Right. And one of the places where I've seen so many developers, and I, I do think this is scammy, by the way, personally, is they they in fact in the consumer resource guide, one of the questions. Is is you know are the condo fees or homeowner fees high enough, right? And and I use that okay. one in conferences. Right. I use that one in conferences because usually like I say, come on, who's going to boo me for for talking about high high fees? Nobody wants to pay high fees, right? But right. but you know I I, I put up this example uh, of a guy who was was uh, selling condominiums, and he said you know there's you know two store two bedroom two story private pools elevator this that and the other thing and and in the advertisement it said and the, and the condo fees are only $350 a year and then he goes on to say i, I repeat a year well now <laughs> $350 a year i don't care you know i mean like you just can't take care of elevators and pools and lighting and security and and and, and you know and i mean you know, all this stuff you can't you can't take care of that on $350 a year and 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 he was using this really low fee as the basis to sell the condo, right? Okay. This is why you buy the condo, the fees are so low. But the reality is when he sells the 20 condos or whatever's in that building, like he's going away. He's putting all that money in his pocket. He's flying back to Canada or wherever. I think he's from Canada. I mean, he's going to fly back to Canada with a couple million bucks in his pocket. 
And then when all of a sudden the real cost of that building, taking care of that building comes up, oh, it's more like $350 a month. Yeah. Which, but, but compared to the U.S., that's half of what a, a similar product in the U.S. would cost. So right. it's still a bargain, right? Anyway, th this, this one really we need to be careful of because the, these low fees are used as a sales tactic and I think a very uh, dishonest or disingenuous one. So when we when we buy a property, we should absolutely be looking at the HOA fees, the condo fees, and we should be doing a little metric and you know take out your pencil and scribble out some numbers and go, yeah, can they really take care of all of this for X amount of dollars per month or whatever it is? And you know, just use your common sense. You look around, you see eight security guards and lush tropical this and that that has to get watered and lighting everywhere and tennis courts and swimming pools. And it's $350 a year. I mean, like if you believe that, man, uh, you know, we got a, we got a, we got a Brooklyn bridge to sell you. I think, I mean, like, I got yeah. some swamp land in New Jersey for you. There you go. <laughs> exactly. All right. <laughs> Maybe so Jenny that... Hoff is buried there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right next to his, right next to his gray site. <laughs> All right. So, so that, that's the top three. And again, yeah. folks, this is vital. This is vital. There are great properties right now. This is the time to invest in property in Central and South America. Yeah. Mike's shaking his head. No one knows better than him. But these are things you have to be careful for, along with the other 12 in the yeah. guide, which they can get at GrandPacifica.com. Uh, that perfect and what, yep. what's they, they what's what's the guide called? The free guide. Oh, it's the consumer resource guide. Consumer yeah. resource guide. Yep. Yep. All right. So folks get it and you'll get the information from the expert who now is going to leave us to go enjoy his dinner. There you go. Right. I hope, I hope at a first rate, you're not going to Burger King or anything. Well, there is a Burger King across the street, but I hope that's <laughs> not where they're taking me. So, <laughs> All right. Mike, thank you very, very much. This has been great. Very You're welcome. Always a pleasure, Carter. All right. We'll see you again next week. Thank yep. you, sir. All right.